Hi everyone, it is Reverend Molly at Jesus Without the Junk. Today is April the 14th, 2021, and I want to talk to you about the chosen, the multi-season story of Jesus Christ. Several, um, well, it was last spring to be exact, 2020, when we were all on lockdown, a friend kept trying to tell me about the chosen. And I'm like, oh, I was so busy. I always seem to be so busy. And I just didn't want to receive it at that time. My spirit just kind of like, no, I don't want to. Uh-huh, that's nice. And I'm thinking, you watch it. That's nice. But the first of the year, 2021, came and certainly it went. And Valentine's Day came and went. And we were getting ready to come upon Easter season. And I really felt the need this year. Um, I really felt um, that I needed to pull back and have some solitude specifically designated to Jesus Christ, to the Passover week, um, to honor Him in my heart and in my spirit and the things that I did that week. So I determined to just watch anything that had anything remotely to do with his passion. And I kept feeling this urge to watch The Chosen. And I'm thinking, oh, I didn't do it last year. I really don't even want to do that. Do I want to do that? So besides writing for the website, JesusWithoutTheJunk.com, the only ministry duty I had left to perform was to deliver some Easter bags filled with just goodies to the children on the Nourish North Carolina program at our local elementary school um, where we um, give. And of course, I was doing my other daily duties of taking care of my grandson, which really is my most important job. He's my 11-year-old grandson, and I just I am so thankful that I get to do that in this life. But I did have some downtime that week, and I thought, well, the Holy Spirit's prompting became so strong upon me to watch The Chosen that on Good Friday, I'm like, okay, everything else had been cleared off my calendar, and I thought, okay, I'm just going to do it. But what happened was a journey of rebirth in my spirit that I had not anticipated at all. Now, when my spirit rails against suggestions that are given to me of a spiritual nature, that should have been a really good indication to me that the enemy in my soul was trying to stop me from gleaning something that my heart sorely needed. So let that just be a word of advice to the, to those of you who are trying to follow Jesus Christ in this earth. I hold a two-year biblical studies degree and a BS in religion liking my one math class. I'm an ordained reverend through a local uh, Baptist church. And I have walked intently with Jesus Christ, I believe, for the past 25 years, day in and day out, thinking I know best, but I should have known better. And I thought, well, okay, tune in and let's watch episode one. 
And I fast forwarded through the first episode. I found it kind of, you know, humdrum. And then I clicked on another one and did pretty much the same thing with that one as well. And then for some odd reason, I skipped to episode five. And I watched the whole thing. And I sat there shocked. Like I was stunned. And I wondered, who in the world was this Jesus that was being portrayed in this manner on my television screen? I love it. And then I continued on to episode six. And every once in a while, I would hit pause at different parts, and I'd look up to heaven and ask for forgiveness for not listening to my friend's advice. Tears streamed down my face as I continued to watch episode 7, episode 8. And then, of course, I went back to episode 1, So I could build a really good foundation for all the characters that he was trying to really layer with insight as to how they might have been and what they might have done on a day-to-day basis and how they were thinking. After I had finished watching all eight episodes, I knelt before the Lord to repent for my self-centered pride. And I grieve for many other things as well, repenting and repenting as I rambled on and on and on to the Lord. But suddenly I felt reborn. The chosen is a very unique viewpoint in this generation of people. And it is unequaled. In its storytelling and how these characters are presented. And especially Jesus, this Jesus. Each episode brings one into the actual characters' lives. It's as if it brings heaven down to earth in a really simple and a clear way. And the last story of Jesus that had touched my soul so deeply was the passion of the Christ. My church and about 20 or 25 members from our church went to see the passion of the Christ together. And I was sitting on the very front row of the aisle. There was, And then there was an aisle and then another section of seats began. And I want you to know that when he was being crucified someone actually turned around and started patting my leg from that back first row and said, honey, it's going to be all right. I was had been uncontrollably sobbing throughout, I don't even know how long, not even realizing what I was doing. And I walked out of the theater that night And this is what I heard. It was as it was. And I cried to my car. I came home and knelt before the Lord and was sobbing. That this 
Christ could have done that for me. Such a sinner. I just, I couldn't even fathom any of it. The passion of the Christ and its debut was and still is unparalleled. God uses what he chooses to reach his children. Has literary license been taken with the chosen? Yes. Is it exact in all instances? No. But overall, the body of work is nothing short of mesmerizing. Did you know that this project is solely crowd-funded with the highest significant donations ever? And the backstory of its creator, Dallas Jenkins, is inspiring. The Holy Spirit has accomplished just so far through this outreach what can only be touted as truly divine. If you want to witness firsthand a true miracle, watch and learn about the chosen. But, you know, don't listen to my advice. When the time comes, the Holy Spirit will prompt you and he won't let you off the hook until you watch it. After all, he is no respecter of persons. God bless you guys. Thank you so much. And I will talk to you next time at Jesus Without the Junk.